Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about IVF, infertility, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby, and we're both card-carrying members of the Infertility Club. Uh, Hey! Oh, hey! How's it going? How's it going? Is it episode three? Two point. 3 2.3 2 spot, spot 3, three. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to become a thing, yeah, isn't it? Excellent. <laughs> um and today's episode is a special. Yeah. yeah. It's all egg collection. All eggy all the time. Oh yeah. Mm. Scramble those eggs. Um so in the last episode you heard the joy of me giving Gabs the last her very last injection. Yes. Second last really cuz the trigger. Last the trigger, yeah. 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 And so this episode follows what happened next. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I did a little audio diary. Yeah, because that's is, our thing now. That's our thing. Yeah. Uh, which was fun. <laughs> and yeah, talked a little bit about what happened next. Yeah. Which is also cool. quite exciting and cool. Um, yeah. I, and I don't think we have to put a trigger warning on this one, do we? Well, no. possibly. I think, so we talk a lot about the amount of eggs collected which we ummed and ahed about actually revealing any figures at all because, yeah. and I think we actually mentioned this in the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, because it's something that everyone, you know, obsesses over and compares themselves with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're trying to trying to get to in this episode is that actually there's no point in comparing because what you end what you end up with, like you don't know. It's all just it's yeah. not really a great indicator, basically. And also as Every doctor will say to everyone, it takes one good egg. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, and, and yeah, I just think we put the numbers in, but you'll kind of find out why. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's an interesting narrative arc. <laughs> <laughs> it really adds to the storyline. Yeah. yeah. And also, you spoke to Professor Tim. I did speak to Professor Tim Child, medical director at Oxford Fertility, yeah. um, about OHSS risk and freezing eggs. Okay. So, like, when they decide to do a freeze all, mm-hmm. why is that? What's that about? What okay. are you avoiding? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, OHSS is a scary thing, isn't it? It is a scary thing. Feels very scary. Um, and yeah, obviously, in the spirit of asking Professor Tim a wide range of questions, yeah, we popped this 
bad boy in, which is yeah. quite topical for the episode. Very topical, yeah. Um, in other news, yeah. we were wondering whether you guys would be up for another party. Yeah. Um, so our Fertility Fest is coming up in May. It is. And we're really or excited. April, May. April slash May. Yeah, it's, it's a really long festival. It's because it's, it's great. It goes over three weeks. Um, yeah, and we thought we'd do a little sneaky after party. Yeah, on like one of a splinter the, yeah. party. Yeah, exactly. A fringe. A fringe festival. Fringe. festival. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking there's a there's a day called the Big Fat Festival Day, and that felt like a good a good option. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking of maybe doing something the evening before, which would be the Thursday evening. That sounds like a great idea to me. Right. Always up for a party. Exactly. So I guess at this point, just wanted to see if anyone was keen. Yeah. How would you feel about that, guys? Please let us know. Give us a yeah. shout. Um, can we wear crowns again? Yes, please. Although they can't be Christmas crowns. So. No. Well, they could be like um, Earth Mother Flower crowns. Oh, like spring crowns. Yes. Like... I'll have one with lambs. <laughs> like an Easter bonnet? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Okay. And I'll have one with... Um, chicks we'll weave some daffodils into them yeah it'll be great it's very fertility appropriate actually right exactly yeah let a thousand springs sprung is that the saying i don't know how many times have you driven past a field full of new lambs and gone you fucking bastards Bastards. look at them look at those those sheep bitches (laughs) (laughs) those fuzzy bastards (laughs) (laughs) oh i do love lambs though they're so cute they're adorable but there have been points when all i've wanted is a baby and there's been fucking sheep in a field who's got babies and i haven't productive fertile Uh, yeah tasty bastards yeah anyway um um so yeah do let us know how you feel about that a spring a spring party spring soiree yeah spring soiree yeah Yeah. um yeah probably on a on a thursday night this time right yeah i think that's the that's the plan that's the plan because you've got um quite a cool venue in mind and we need to do that on a thursday which hopefully everyone would like which we will reveal more about if there is if the interest is there there is interest and also hopefully we'll get the whole place to ourselves this time yes rather than having to battle through like drunk men i don't want to have to elbow people out the way anymore it's just not my vibe very stressful it was quite stressful wasn't it yeah anyway um other than that guys yeah do you want to follow us on socials please follow us on socials um instagram at big fat negative twitter at big fat negative email Big fat negative podcast at gmail.com. And for say book. Oh, big fat negative. For say book. For say book. Indeed. Um, um, and you can rate and review us, obviously, which please we love do it. and adore. Please do that. Also, I was thinking that we should do some kind of um, review slash rating um, storm, you know, like a Twitter storm. Oh. Because if. I don't want to game the system here, lads. But if everybody rates and reviews on the same day, then it pushes the podcast up loads. Really? So we can, like, choose a date and ask everybody to rate and review oh on that God. day. And then, um, I mean, obviously, it's not mandatory, guys, but it would be nice. That would be quite cool. Yeah. That haven't, my last podcast suddenly got to, like, number two in the business chart no. for one day only. <laughs> it went back down. <laughs> Look, if we could just have a bit of glory for one day only, yeah. I would be delighted with yeah, that. exactly. Imagine oh my God. how many other people would find it. Yes. And, yes. Exactly. And get some BFN love and maybe yeah. come to the party. Yeah. Oh, my God. It'd be a huge party. Yeah, exactly. Okay, guys. Let us know what you think of that as well. That's enough of our rambles. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. How are you doing? I'm alright, thanks. Yeah? Uh, yeah, had quite a chill week. 
Um, had a scan. Oh. Um, so I guess I had a scan, everything was fine, which is lovely. Um, and that was one that you paid for, you weren't... Yeah, well, this is what I wanted to say. So actually, if you get pregnant, it's possible to pay for extra scans, which is cool because you don't get very many on the NHS. Um, yeah, so, how many, so how many do you get if you're an IVF pregnancy? So, okay, so if you're an IVF pregnancy, you get seven week one and then they just throw you out into the big wide world and you have to like hang out with everyone else, all the plebs. Um, and then that you get a 12 week and a 20 week and then I think you get one later on, but I'm not sure about that because I don't really know about pregnancy. Um, it's a new territory for all of us, mate, don't mate, worry. I just hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> I've never thought about it. The next stage that none of us had considered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, you get a, you get a few. And obviously, um, people who get pregnant through IVF are, as far as I can tell, hysterically anxious. For good reason. Mm. So you can go to various clinics. I went to the birth company. Okay. in London's Harley Street. Ooh, oh, fancy. Yeah, it was. And um, and yeah, and they like, um, not only do they print gloss pictures, oh. but also they email you a video, which is really cool. Oh, wow. And impresses people. Wow. Yeah. So that's been my week. And how, well, how much are those scans? Do you mind me asking? Sorry. It was like, well, I went on the weekend, so it was 130 quid, which okay. is a lot of money. But you can't put a price on peace of mind. That's very true. Mm-hmm. You came up with a new word for it, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. I had scanxiety, which is quite hard to say. But um, I think that applies to anybody who's going through IVF because you get it before any scan, right? Mm. I just remember always, I, I feel sick before any scan I ever have. Um, so, yeah, I spent three days I having terrible scanxiety. Yeah. Um, I don't think it does get worse because I like, all the scans before in this like during this round, I just felt really sick before them. Really, like really sick. I suppose that's because you had some cancelled. So if you've yeah. been burnt before, whereas yeah, exactly. I was kind of I didn't mind doing chilled. scans. I was always like, yeah, go on, tell me how's it going. What's quite entertaining is that um, people think that in, an internal scan is going to be really traumatic. So you you go for your scan and they're like, oh, I'm going. It's going to have to be internal. And you're like, mate, <laughs> <laughs> just go for it. I've, well, there's a welcoming committee there. <laughs> Knock yourself out, pal. I'm ready. I'm still pleasantly surprised every time I do one because it's just nowhere near as bad as a smear test. Yeah, exactly. Or, um, well, you haven't had uh, embryo transfer, but that's not very nice. HSG, not very nice at all. Uh, med collection, I think, was pretty... Egg collection, very unpleasant. Mm. Uh, scan? Fine. Fine. Almost pleasant. Yeah, I mean, if you get the right person and they're very gentle. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so enough of that. How has your week been? Well, um, yeah, good. Okay. I mean, there have been ups and downs, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so last time we spoke, you were delivering my final Faramadal injection. Yeah. There were squeals. Yeah. God, it's um, been a while, hasn't it? I know, that? yeah. So loads has happened. Yeah. Um, so I went home from here and later that night at 10pm on the dot, literally I waited till the second. Did you? Yeah. Um, you watched to, the To do the trigger. Change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my husband was like, Let's just do it now. And I was like, no, wait. <laughs> um, so I did it like on the nose. Um, cool. And the trigger was fine. Okay. 
I'd heard it had been it would be maybe a bit worse. Mm-hmm. Some people say it stings. I had the overtrial trigger. Yeah. It didn't sting, it was fine. When I did a B Serenin's trigger it really stung. Oh really? Yeah. I mean you get over it. Yeah. Like it's not that bad. Weird, yeah. But it was that was fine and that was quite a it felt like a momentous occasion. Uh-huh. It felt quite nice. Yeah, I bet it was. And then on the Sunday we did nothing. Just chill. My little plan said no no just chill. It didn't, it said no injections. Yeah. So but you, that's what I took. I took, your eggs. I took just chill. Yeah. Um, which was nice. And then yeah. on Monday, of course, was uh, egg collection. Oh and God. we needed to be at the clinic at 9.30. Cool. Because obviously I did my injection, my trigger at 10 p.m. So you so needed to be at We needed to be doing egg collection at 10 a.m. on wow. Monday. Um, and handily, I did a little audio diary, oh which God. we're going to play for you now. Okay, take it away, Gabs. So I am on my way to egg collection, like a battery hen, stuffed with hormones and full of eggs nature didn't intend. Um, I feel feel fine actually, I feel kind of like focused, like I'm not scared, I'm just like there's a job to be done, we're going to go and do the job. I feel a bit bloated, not too bad. and yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm a bit anxious. There's a few things I'm anxious about. Um, there's a kind of I'm at risk of OHSS, which is kind of a underlying anxiety that I've had for the last few weeks. Um, and then there's you know other questions like, do I get naked under the gown? Am I wearing the right pants? Will I keep my socks on? Are they going to put a pessary in me while I'm asleep? Which I've heard they do. Um, is it going to hurt? Will I wake up? You know, just the usual questions. Um, but yeah, I think it's good. I'm here with Mr. Gabby. He is, uh, you know, it's a big day for both of us. The last two weeks has been leading up to this. I just hope that there are enough good quality eggs and I hope that he is able to do the best sample of his life, um, which I'm going to say out of earshot because I don't want to psych him out. Um, but yeah feeling okay. It's cold. I'm wearing my tent dress and some tights, so very loose-fitting outfit, very comfortable. I've got my LucasAid Sport in my bag and a naked bar. Yum. Anyway, uh, so I will check in with you all when I'm on the other side, I guess. Um, Cool. Bye. So um, I am out of egg collection, I have woken up, still feeling a bit woozy, so yeah, delicious drugs. Um, I'm just lying in the hospital bed, um, you can probably hear the beep. Um, my husband's gone off to do his um, sample, I think I got 29 eggs, which seems quite good. Um, it was quite a funny process. I had quite a giggle with the um, the anaesthetist, anaesthetist, the drugs guy, and the doctors. We were talking about Brexit in the Daily Mail um, before I fell asleep, which was lols. And um, yeah, it was fine. I could feel when they first um, sedated me, I could still feel them messing around downstairs so I was like excuse me I can 
can still feel that. And then I don't remember anything after that. So they obviously knocked me out proper. Um, yeah, I guess we'll hear more in a minute. But just wanted to capture me because I'm still a little bit high, which is fun. Uh, yeah, speak to you later. Right, so um, I thought I would do one more recording on Egg Collection Day, just because, um, well, I'm not quite as high as I was earlier, so um, I'm compass mentis now. And um, yeah, I'm feeling alright, I'm back home, obviously. I've been eating lots since I was nil by mouth this morning. Uh, my husband's been looking after me very nicely. Um, drinking lots of electrolytes, I've been downing the Lucasade. Um, Lucasade Sport that is um, relaxing on the couch I watched Dunkirk, not the most relaxing movie but actually really enjoyed it because um, it's just a very good film um, so I was wrong earlier, I was just, obviously as I said I was high as kite so um, we got 27 eggs um, plus one mystery, like a wild card they're not sure if it's an egg or not, I mean I don't know what the fuck that is like what is it, if it's not an egg um so yeah, we'll find out, I think, tomorrow how many of those eggs were actually mature. I'm sure they're not all mature. I'm sure there's some plenty of duds in there. But um, but yeah, I think, you know, that that is a good haul. They are worried about overstimulation, which I'm now paranoid about, obviously. So I'm kind of, as the drugs are wearing off, um, I'm definitely getting the odd twinge of pain. I think earlier I was like this doesn't hurt, this is absolutely fine, I could uh, take on the world, and now it's kind of, the you know, the, the pain is coming in waves, so I've, I've taken some more paracetamol, hoping I'm just going to just get away with out the overstimulation stuff, and all will be fine, but um, only time will tell, I guess, I've been necking coconut water, cause someone said that was a good thing to do, um, but yeah, I think, you know, now the kind of waiting for phone calls begins. We should be getting our first phone call tomorrow and we'll see how many embryos we end up with. Um, we've been told that we have to freeze all of our embryos um, because I'm at risk of overstimulation, which is fine. We were prepared for that anyway. Um, and also I can confirm that I did have a suppository painkiller inserted whilst I was asleep which I didn't think I did earlier because I was like oh, I can't feel anything they mustn't have done it but I can confirm um that I am now aware that they did um, I'm not going to go into the detail of that but let's just say um I have become aware of the situation and I am actually grateful for it because I really wasn't in any pain earlier and so yeah fine thanks lads bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So that's cool. So yeah, um, uh, hilarious that I couldn't say anesthetist. That was Ane- brilliant. I can't, still can't say it. Anesthetist. 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 And uh, yeah, the process was, it was funny yeah it was you know it was fine we were nervous but um but actually it turned out okay I was when I went into the room to actually have the egg collection there were um so many people there gaping at my vagina it was just like oh my god there was a a senior doctor a junior doctor a nurse an anesthetist (laughs) and a embryologist all there yeah and I was like oh guys this is a happy family anyone else want to come in (laughs) fantastic (laughs) But they were really nice. They made it um, as relaxed as it can be. Did you have a... Were you lying on a proper bed? So I was on the edge... Yeah, I was on a bed. Were you on like a... Because I was on like a half bed with stirrups. Yes, it was a half bed with really nicely cushioned stirrups. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to be uncomfortable. I mean, they and they strap your legs in, yeah. which makes you think, oh, God, I'm not escaping this. <laughs> it's too late to turn back now. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And my... Yeah, they were all just quite, um, quite lols. We had a bit of bants. Cool. Um, I'm a bit worried that you could feel it at the beginning. Yeah, it was that was weird, and I don't know if I'm remembering it incorrectly. Maybe, but because they started, they obviously started to put the speculum in while I was still awake. Yeah. So maybe they had started to do that, and I thought, oh, yeah, you probably should. I can feel it, and you were still going. Yeah, falling under. Exactly, and so I remember panicking at the the guy and being like, "I can still feel it." (laughs) And yeah, obviously, as I said in the diary, that was the last thing I remember. So cool. Um, and oh, before we went into the theatre, the junior doctor came over and said, "Um, so I just need you to sign here to say it's okay if the doctors give you painkiller, um, just because it's in it's in the back passage." Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so that might happen while I'm asleep. Okay, so like, signed. And you did mention that in the in the diary, didn't yeah, you? I, yeah, I totally, um, yeah, <laughs> sussed that one out. That was hilarious. Um, but I was, yeah, as I said, I was so grateful for it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I mean, feel any pain. Yeah. So uh, uh, talk me through the, well, let's start with what kind of pain you did feel afterwards. Like, because you were at risk of OHSS. Yeah, everyone kept saying... Yeah, you're at risk. And then um, with the number of follicles, the number of eggs, they yeah. were like high alert. So um, you mentioned in the in the um, audio diary there yeah. that you got 29 eggs and we weren't going to so, talk about it. But no. let's in a bit, it'll become clear why we have talked about that. Yeah. Um, but how, firstly, how many follicles did you have? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Like, I mean, towards the end, I think I had 
40 was the last count that we got. It's a shit ton of that follicles. A lot. Um, and I said 29 in one of the diaries. It yeah. was 27. Yeah, which I think you actually um, Yeah, and yeah, we, were, we weren't going to mention it just because of the... People tend to compare themselves to others, especially when it comes to eggs. Everyone yeah. seems to want to have a huge amount of eggs. Yeah. And so we didn't want to mention it just in case people were, I don't know, triggered by it or yeah. would comparing themselves to that because it doesn't yeah. actually fucking matter. Like, think, But you do compare yourself. But you do. I felt a bit competitive with you. Yeah, okay. Everyone <laughs> says quality over quantity. Everyone's but I guess that. everyone struggles but, to keep that in mind. When... But you can't measure quality. <laughs> like You can measure the number of eggs you get. That's very true. Yeah. It is a numbers game. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the, the week that followed kind of taught me that actually is quality over quantity. So that's why we're talking about the egg numbers, just yes. in case anyone's like, what the fuck? But you've just talked about it. Yeah. I don't know why that person's from New York. We <laughs> <laughs> do have some listeners in New York. Hello, New York listeners. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, so do you, should we talk about that week? Yeah, so well, I so I came round and I didn't I didn't feel any pain. I felt mm-hmm. absolutely fine, and I was was concerned about my husband going off because as soon as we found out how many eggs I had, he had to go off and do his business. Uh-huh. But um, obviously, I was a bit nervous that he might get psyched out. Yeah, so which I kind you of, don't want no. No, I, I overcompensated by by being like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Look <laughs> at me, I'm totally fine. That was no problem. <laughs> um, and then we went home again. I was kind of fine. I was I was mainlining coconut water okay. and a Lucasaid Sport, raspberry flavored. Not my favorite. Yeah, it's both sound gross. That's all they had mm. in the local shop. Okay. Um, and just kind of we just relaxed, and that was fine. Uh, I didn't really get any symptoms until about twelve o'clock that night when I was in bed. I woke up feeling really nauseous. Okay. And then um, struggled to, to kind of get back to sleep. And then in the morning, um, still felt nauseous and then added kind of dizziness oh, lovely. to the mix. And had you been told to look out for those things? Um, n- not specifically those things. Okay. I think people are more concerned when you're on the OHSS risk barometer. Yeah. I think people are more concerned about overswelling and soreness. Um, okay. Because when I when I rang up with those symptoms, they were like, oh, okay, I mean, that's, yeah, that's to be expected. Don't worry too much. Just tell us if it gets worse or okay. tell us if, you know, you get other symptoms. But you did ring up with those symptoms. Oh, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only because my husband was like, ring them. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I kind of, yeah, that, so the day after was the worst day for me. Yeah. I did feel like arse. You were sending me quite bleak messages. Yeah, mm. but but mostly because I was just scared of what was going to happen because I kept reading threads about OHSS and being like, oh my God, I could be in hospital for two weeks. Oh my God, this is going to be awful. What am I going to do? I can't afford to be off for two weeks. You know, I was just yeah. spiralling majorly. Yeah. Um, but it turned out that none of that happened. It was all absolutely fine. Okay. I took the following day off work as well and just kind of took it easy, went for a walk in the park. You're a bit sore? bit sore not not crazy sore like not mad and then just in terms of recovery the only thing that uh I thought by the end of the week that was completely fixed and fine and then went to yoga and (laughs) uh, really I think I thought I'd done some serious damage to my ovaries after that oh shit I was like oh okay they were not ready for that okay (laughs) oops you squidged them yeah okay I turned around to Mr. Gabby and I was like, I think I've twisted my ovaries doing yoga. And he was like, I think you're fine. Um, <laughs> Just think think about like the phrases that we say that nobody 
who hasn't been through this will ever say. Yeah, who's ever been scared that they've twisted their ovaries doing yoga? I don't know if anyone has. Um, yes. Welcome to 2019, yeah, people. It's nuts. Um, but of course, throughout that week, while I was kind of recovering, we were also getting calls from the embryologists. Yes. Yes. Um, as well as from the nurses who panicked that I had OHSS. I okay. got separate calls from them as well. That's good of them. It is good of them. Yeah. They are nice. They just discharged me today. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Final call. I was like, I am fine. Don't have like, OHSS. Great. Um, so yeah, so day one, which is the day after collection, mm-hmm. um, they rang me, couldn't get through, rang my husband and told him that we had, obviously we'd collected 27 eggs, yeah. 21 were mature. Okay. And 14 had fertilised through ICSI. That's a great number. At this point, I was like, oh my God, Sweet. 14 fertilised. That's incredible. That's a football team plus extra. Exactly. Like, we are. You're going to be pregnant for the next, like, 10 I mean, years. Where am I going to find the time to have all of these embryos? <laughs> where are you going to put them? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, we were just so buoyed by that. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so two days later, um, we got a call. And they said seven of the embryos are what we call good quality. Okay. Two are average. Okay. And five are slow. Okay. And I kind of questioned them them about what average meant. Yeah. And basically, they had the same amount of cells as the good quality ones. Yeah. But that they were slightly abnormal in their kind of the symmetry of them. Okay. Fine. Okay, fair enough. Weirdy embryos. Yeah. And then they just got the slow five ones at the back. Yeah. The lamers. Yeah. Being lapped. Oh. (laughs) Um, but even at that point, I was like, whoa, seven. Like, yeah, that's, that's, fucking, that's mad. Still, uh, you're going to have to buy a big car for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and that was at day three. So I kind of, I think, very naively assumed that by day three, yeah. that's kind of a good indication of how many you're going to get to day five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then day five came and that became apparent that that was not the case. Okay. So we had four on day five yeah. that were frozen. Mm-hmm. And the embryolo- and those were good quality ones. Yes. Okay. And then the the embryologist said well, there, there are two other potentials here. Yeah. So we'll watch those, and if they become blastocysts on day six, then we'll freeze those two. Okay. And then yesterday I got the call to say that they had not frozen okay. anything else. So it was four. That was the final number. Four yeah. in the freezer. Four embryos on ice. Four embryos on ice, which is a great number. Which is a great number. Yeah. Um, it is but that rate of attrition is scary yeah that's why I was kind of I am really pleased I know I'm very lucky to get that many to freeze Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm incredibly grateful but I'm just a bit I am astounded by the drop off yeah like I don't know I think it's an interesting story like I think that's why we wanted to talk about it is because you know it isn't all about because I think you got fewer eggs than me yeah but more blastocysts I think we I we got 14 eggs um 11 fertilised. On day five, we ended up with six embryos and five made it through PGD. And then one didn't get me pregnant. And no one did. And no one did. So I've got three left in the freezer. But I I just... <sighs> it's not kids though, is it? It's 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 bites at the cherry in terms of... Yeah, yeah and that is a good point. But I, I do think strongly that one thing that I've learnt in the last, you know, year that you and I have been talking about this stuff for six mm. months really is that everybody is so different every couple is different mm. as well mm. because you can get a 10 million eggs and then you know they they don't turn into embryos or you can get two eggs and they both do yeah um yeah so I, well I mean there you go it's I think I think that that story is an argument for 
quality over quantity. Personally, yeah, it's it's a good example of that. But it also just goes to show that it doesn't matter how many eggs you get. No, like if they're good eggs, then that's what matters. And also, if they're good embryos, because you've got to remember, you know, you you're dealing with male factor infertility here, and you know that's why your numbers might be slightly different to somebody else's. Exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we got a bit overexcited about. I guess the amount that had fertilized and thought that that meant that those were all, I don't know, it's funny what it does to your head. Yeah. Um, But yeah, anyway, look, we've got four in the freezer, embryos on ice, which I think is a great idea for an ITV um, (laughs) dance show. (laughs) (laughs) Just dancing the very slowly. (laughs) Um, yeah, and of course, I think I mentioned in the audio diary as well that we were told because of the OHSS risk that mm-hmm. we were freezing them all. Yeah. So I do not have an embryo on board. Um, that I think is going to be in March because they yeah. like to skip a, a cycle. Yeah. So that would bring us to kind of early March, first week of March. Mm-hmm. You got something planned then? Yeah, I'm going to New York mm. on the 15th of March. Oh, you got ages. Yeah, I, that's so that's my next kind of big question is, can you go on a big holiday Yeah, after you've had an embryo transferred? The internet has told me both things. No, yes. I was supposed to go to Sweden when I had my transfer mm. and I chose not to. Um, but, you know, that was just me. I know. I, I mean, the thing that the things that are concerning me are not the kind of flight because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, it's the kind of, I guess, the time difference and that that might Strain. make me tired. I mean, you could always put it off for a month. That's the, the good thing about IVF is it's very convenient. Well, exactly. What I'm going to do is speak to the doctor, see what they say. Yeah. If they, I'm not going to cancel my trip to New York. No, because spent a lot of money on that. fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, so it could be April, yeah. I hope it's not, to be honest. I don't want to wait another month. Mm-hmm. But if they think that me going to New York would somehow jeopardise our chances then obviously I won't do it because there's no there's no point in that yeah it's I, I think it's probably partly a personal decision yeah like I don't like flying very much so I was like I don't want to get on a plane and be really really stressed and mm. like yeah just be stressed I guess I'll speak to um, the acupuncturist as well and see what oh, yeah. she thinks. See what she because thinks. doctors I suppose as we've learned uh, they don't want to tell you not to do things do no, they? No they don't so maybe someone else might. I tell you what, though, if you do go, you cannot be lifting any of that luggage. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Um, I'm going to be pampered. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. And yeah. we would, we would, we were talking about this, we would find out, we'd do the test in New York. Fuck. So it would either be a celebratory moment or... Go get drunk. Go and get pissed. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> otherwise it's going to be a very sober trip to New York. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if we find out... I tell you what would be stressful. Tell me. What I find really stressful about going to the US is tipping. Like, that oh. would stress me out so much I wouldn't go. <laughs> I find it so stressful. <laughs> yeah, it is stressful. It is, I mean, I've never been to New York and I know it's an expensive city. So oh, yeah. I'm a bit like, this was a it's silly decision. It's not so much decision. the amount, it's how much did you give them. Oh, how much to give? Yeah, I okay. never know. And like 20%, when- no? So, like some people say like one dollar for a beer two dollars for a cocktail mm. and then once we did that and the guy looked at us like we pissed in his mouth oh. um so you know couldn't they not just pay their waiters a fair wage and then i mean you don't have that 
Yeah, I don't think we can change the uh, tipping culture of the United States of America. But that said, if anyone has any advice um, about travel, either tipping in America or whether or not I should travel during the two week wait, that Mm -hmm. would be very interesting. Do please let me know Um, because we'll see. I think be a good distraction from the it would be good and i mean i'm not working am i i'm just gonna be we're gonna be chilling gonna Mm -hmm. be eating lots of nice bagels yeah it you know it could be magical yeah but also might completely destroy our chances so i don't know oh it's really yeah it's a tough one yeah okay well well that's my that's my time cool yeah that's what's been going on that's pretty exciting it's pretty exciting pretty momentous it is momentous yeah. yeah um it's been fine it's been yeah I think I kind of I really think I got away with it mm-hmm. I think I especially given the OHSS risk warnings mm-hmm. and the fact that loads of people say that they're like in real agony after egg collection I think I've yeah I've managed You've to been chilled yeah I realize I'm lucky guys <laughs> I am aware also very aware how lucky I am to have four in the freezer so yeah But we need to think of a more original name for this. We do. Can someone, if anybody has any ideas for yeah. original names, then yeah, and is feeling a bit more creative than us, because yeah, it's a bit lame, isn't it? I mean, no, I mean, Gallops, it's a great name, it's perfect, it does what it says on the tin. It does do what it says on the tin. Pro- Professor Tim, child, medical director, does of what Oxford it says Fertility. on the tin. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, maybe that's you. it. What it says on the tin, yeah. Now it's time for what it says on the tin. Uh, so, over to you in Oxford Fertility. <laughs> that could be misconstrued. <laughs> um, so, what were you asking him? Uh, I was talking to him about um, OHSS risk and freezing all of the eggs, which is obviously what's just happened to me. Okay. And so I was curious about why it happens. Is it Does it happen because you have a better chance of it being successful? Or does uh-huh. that happen because they're worried about you and they don't want to increase your risks does it mm-hmm. happen for both reasons um just all questions that i kind of had after my egg collection which they didn't really answer in oh, the great. clinic so although to be fair i was so out of it i didn't ask them so. well it's it, it is hard when you're coming around to think of questions to ask and yeah. in some situations husbands are banned from that area um, oh mine wasn't mine just wasn't just wasn't on it. mentors enough to <laughs> well he he had a challenging time as yeah, well he had a challenging he? time yeah but he did very well <laughs> <laughs> well done Mr. Gaps um I HSS is a funny thing so we for a while ago we were looking up the stats weren't we yeah because I feel like a lot of people get very worried about it yeah I remember being worried about it um and I think three people have died in the last three years in the UK of it was that it yeah I think that was I roughly think, the stat I think the fatalities are obviously very low thankfully but yeah. it is quite common and, it is co- yeah um and quite scary yeah you know I went down a real rabbit hole of forums did you yeah and mm. it's it is quite terrifying I just think clinics tend to be quite paranoid about it and I'm not saying that in a bad way I'm saying that in a good way yeah they're, they're very like they're careful that's the word I'm looking yeah. for very yeah. careful I think that's a good thing so if there's any sign that anything might be a problem mm. But also, it's funny because we've had I've had a couple of messages from people recently saying I've just had my um, egg collection. I'm a little bit worried because I'm in quite a lot of pain. Right. But I don't want to be that person who keeps ringing up the clinic. Oh and wow! God. I just like so I couldn't I cu- I can't remember how much pain I was in after my egg collection because I it was a really it was 18 months ago. 
But I would say, don't be worried about being that person who keeps ringing them. Like, ring them five times if you want. I promise you, they've definitely dealt with someone more hysterical than you. Yeah, I would just, yeah, definitely just ring them. Because it's not not worth it. Like, you need to protect yourself. Yeah, and if you're worried, like, there's nothing worse than being anxious. You don't know what's going on inside you. You've never had this before, often. Like, just just give them a ring. Yeah, and if they say it's fine, then you can just... Yeah. Go back to relaxing and watching Netflix. Yeah, and, and if drinking Lucasaid. If they do, you know, if they say it's fine and then you you don't think it's fine, ring them again. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, like that's, that's literally what they're there for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just would say, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Gabs. So over to Professor Tim. So um, OHSS or ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome is the sort of the main complication that we worry and watch out for during. IVF. The rate of it has gone down over time. You generally only get it during a stimulated IVF cycle. It's not something that people would just get you know, naturally, trying naturally. It mm. comes on. The trigger for it is the late night trigger. So the HCG injection um, that people have you know, 36 hours or so before the egg collection. That's the trigger for OHSS. And there's two types of OHSS. There's early OHSS or late OHSS. So early OHSS comes on in the first week after the late night trigger, and that's because that's what's made it happen. Um, So if women are getting bloating, they're feeling unwell, in the first week after the egg collection, that may be down to early OHSS. Late OHSS comes on in the second week after the late night trigger, and that is because that is happening because there's an embryo that's gone back and it's implanting and it's giving out a very low level of HCG. So sometimes we'll get a situation where a woman will have had lots of eggs collected. She's absolutely fine during the first week or so. We do an embryo transfer, and then three days later she phones in saying she's noticing worsening bloating and maybe even some nausea and vomiting. And for us, that's a pretty clear sign that this is likely to be late-onset OHSS. Now, the only way you can prevent early-onset OHSS, this is the, the one coming on after the trigger, is to not give the trigger. So some clinics will sometimes will cancel an IVF cycle um, before giving the trigger, and that will avoid OHSS, but it obviously means the woman's not going to have an egg collection. Once you go ahead and have the trigger, then it is possible to get early OHSS. You can't necessarily stop that, but what you can avoid is late OHSS, and you avoid that by not putting an embryo back, i.e. you freeze all of the embryos. So a freeze-all embryo approach is one of the uh, approaches that can be used to um, avoid the risk of late-onset OHSS. Thanks, Professor Tim. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Um, A bit shorter than usual this time. Yeah, Yeah. that's all right, isn't it? I think. Short and sweet. Exactly. Um, everybody have a nice week, y'all. Yeah, we'll speak to you soon. Do let us know what you thought about, um... The parté. Parté. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good to hear your thoughts. Bye. 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 up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.